You're listening to The Ortho Podcast, the only podcast made by orthopods for orthopods, bringing you weekly updates from the leading journals of orthopedics to your earbuds in 20 minutes or less. Hey there, this is Dr. Tim Wang coming to you live from our new office in the Upper East Side in downtown New York City. You may or may not know, but we just moved our entire office from the San Francisco Bay Area all the way across country. And I know that it's been a while since our last recording, but our goal now is to get some more episodes for you sooner rather than later. And we've got a few planned in the uh, near future, but for today we've got a twofer of hopefully practical tips that you can apply to your practice regarding the management of upper extremity fractures. The first is for those instances of complex elbow instability uh, that you have trouble maintaining a concentric reduction. And uh, this is a little bit of an older paper uh, coming from CORE in 2014 from uh, Drs. Ring, Ruinsma, and Jupiter uh, entitled The Complications of Hinged External Fixation Compared with Cross-Pinning of the Elbow for Acute and Subacute Instability. And this was uh, performed as a retrospective review comparing the performance of a hinged external fixator and cross-pinning of an elbow over a 12-year period in terms of treating traumatic elbow instability. Their study cohort had a total of 30 elbows treated with uh, either external fixation, uh, and that was 19 elbows, and 11 were treated with cross-pinning, which was their novel technique in maintaining elbow stability in a relatively simple and uh, straightforward manner. Eight of their patients were treated acutely within two weeks of injury, and 22 patients were treated between two and eight weeks from injury when there was persistent subluxation noted. In terms of their technique, patients receiving a hinged external fixator had either a Smith & FU EBI or Stryker product and were kept static for the first two weeks. In the cross-pinning group, patients had two millimeter pins placed retrograde from the ulna to the humerus. So you can think of this on the lateral x-ray going obliquely across the uh, olecranon and through the articular surface and the uh, trochlea. And they uh, fired these wires with a centimeter protruding from the humerus in case there was breakage. And all of these patients were treated in a long arm cast for four weeks. The hardware was removed in either the OR or clinic for both groups. And if you go to our website, you'll see some demonstrative uh, x-rays of either the cross-pinning or the hinged external fixators. So their results, the most striking difference was in terms of the adverse events uh, between the two groups. Uh, In the patients receiving cross-pinning, they only had a 9% rate of adverse events. Uh, which is 1 out of 11, and this patient had a pin tract infection, whereas in the hinged external fixation group, they had a 47% uh, adverse event rate, so 9 to 47%. And in the hinged external fixation group, the uh, adverse events include pin tract infections, nerve palsies, pin breakage during removal, persistent subluxation after placement, suture abscesses, and then ulnar fractures requiring uh, ORIF. Otherwise, the uh, objective criteria of flexion, extension, pronation, supination, and Broberg and Mori scores uh, were similar between the two groups. 
So their conclusions were that cross-pinning is a simple alternative to placing a hinge external fixation in those elbows where you have persistent traumatic elbow instability with a relatively lower operative risk. Of course, this study only had 30 patients, so it's limited by their small sample size. But in their paper, the authors report an overall practice shift within their group towards cross-pinning and away from placing hinged external fixators due to its ease and lower complication rates. So the bottom line is that for cases where elbow instability is unable to be maintained with immobilization, cross-pinning should be considered for maintenance of reduction or to protect your definitive fixation. And uh, for my own anecdotal experience, this is uh, relatively simple to do and will be my go-to method to maintain elbow stability. Thanks for listening to The Ortho Podcast, improving evidence-based orthopedics one cast at a time.